Welcome to Bullshit Alert. I'm your host, Jeff Griggs. And as usual, I have a group of friends with me today, and I'm pretty sure they are all lying to me. If they're lying and I think they're telling the truth, I will award them points. If they're telling the truth and I think they're lying, I'll award them points. If I guess right and they make me laugh, I'm going to award them points. The scoring system is very precise. It's complicated. It's available for you to study on our Instagram page. Bullshit alert without an I. It's not on our Twitter account, but you can go to our Twitter account and you can email us bullshitalert at gmail.com. No I in there. Please send us emails. Ask us questions. Give Danny um, pins from Disney. Anything that you want. We are there for your uh, email responses. We welcome you to our program. We're going to play some games, and I'm going to introduce you to some of my friends. Joining me today is Danny Marshall. Hi, Danny. Hi, Jeff. How's it going today? Now, we all know you as a, a cosmopolitan person, yeah. uh, and anytime we talk to you, you're you're usually in different locations. We've spoken to you in Long Island. We've spoken to you in California. Yeah. Where are you today? Today, I am in uh, a little bit of sun, a little bit of rain, but overall, wonderful day here in Chicago, Illinois. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm back, baby. And I'm leaving in a few days. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We should probably meet up or something. Sure, sure. Um, I have your calendar on my phone, so I'll just, I'll find you. Good luck. My calendars, seriously, my that calendar was like, is. That was like taken. You're just like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> my calendar is nuts. There is not a point, except for when I sleep, that there isn't something that is scheduled. Okay. Well, I mean. You I'll... don't schedule your sleep? Mm-mm. Ooh, you no. have to. Yeah, I guess Seems I should. like a missed opportunity. That's true. It really boosts your true. productivity if you, if you log that sleep. Yeah. I I'm sort of um, a maverick when it comes to sleep. When I'm ready, I just sleep. Yeah, no matter where okay. you are, you drop you drop over. <laughs> well, if my body wants it and floor. needs it. That's what happens. So that's what ha happens. How about this? I'll find you while you're sleeping, and two birds. You know, mm, that'll work. All right. Yeah. Uh, good to see you, Danny. Also joining us is Lily Moss. Hi, Lily. How are you? Oh, Jeff. It's been a week. It's been a week. Uh, I, I'm technically still on the clock at work right now oh, uh, good. because we're recording an hour <laughs> earlier than normal, which I did not know. And so I was late to this recording. Uh, but to be fair, to be fair, you knew you just forgot. Yeah, we've we've talked about it like three or four times. New forgot. It's all in the same well, sphere. Uh, I think I even have a text message where you said or a Slack message. You, where said, you, the, said, you said the earlier, the better. Can we go earlier? You literally said the earlier the better, and this is the earliest we've done it. You know, uh, wh what's in a text? This is sure, like sure. watching a court drama. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, my week, uh, this this job, uh, I was only supposed to have it for like a month, uh, and we've had so many delays that it's now four months later, and there's no end in sight for it. It's very uh, true. 
the one of the cast members we were supposed to film with this week got COVID, so that's delayed mm-hmm. by two weeks. Uh, we've had people dropping out of the show left and right. One of the cast mm-hmm. members, we called their job because we couldn't get in contact with them, and they said, nobody by that name has ever worked here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're telling all these stories. We haven't even started. I know. It's true. It's just been, it's mm-hmm. been wild. So... Wow. You you really must have had a wild week because our first game is the weirdest thing that happened to you this week. This is overflow of weirdness. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, actually, the thing I have prepared for that is not nearly as weird as that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good, good, good. Keep the game interesting. Uh, joining us uh, is a, a member of the Second City Touring Company, uh, someone who I've known for uh, many, many years, uh, and I would say is a, a good friend and a, a bearded man. It is George Owen. How are you, George? Hello, hello. I'm good. How are you? Very good. You know, I actually I said your last name, and there should be an S on it, George Owen. There should be. And I don't want to point anything out, but that was seconds after you said that we were good friends. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Isn't that ironic? Uh, welcome, George. We're excited to have you join us today. And you're I'm in Chicago. To be here. I am, yes. I am in Andersonville. Yeah. And you are a big fan of um, British uh, game shows and British TV shows. Love them. One of them. I would consider myself a successful actor if I was on a British panel show one time. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think we all agree. I think we can. An absolute goal. It's a brilliant, it's, it's brilliant. Well, we modeled this show after British panel shows because we all really like them a great deal. So that's why it's exciting to have you on. Uh, Also another very bearded person. It is Stephen Carter. Also a very good close personal friend, if not, maybe even my best friend in the world. Steven, welcome to the show. Uh, so glad to be here. And I'm so glad you continue to say that we're best friends. It just, it truly <laughs> warms everything in my stomach up to my heart. Good. That's weird. Uh, so Steven, um, <laughs> you are the timekeeper and the scorekeeper for the game. Everything. I don't know why I'm waiting until this episode just to point it out, but anything that you say and do has no relevance in terms of points. <laughs> That's correct. That's what I'm also told. But yeah, we'll see what happens. It changes mm-hmm. time to time. There have been times when you have you're not supposed to get any points and then you've won the entire episode. Yeah. So it's an, it's intriguing it's nice to be noticed every once in a while good all right well we've met everybody it is time to play our first round and our first round is what is the weirdest thing that has happened to you this week and we are going to start with steven steven what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week well i auditioned to be the local mall's santa claus this week (laughs) no yes i know you did yes I did. Uh, and what uh, is this mall? Uh, it's what it's the mall in Fairview Heights. It's the St. Clair Square, I think is what it's called. That's also a dance. Oh, it is. Show it. <laughs> On the audio form? Yeah, sure. audio form. Ooh, I love the snaps. Yeah, it's all just snapping, I guess. <laughs> and and so, one yeah. shoulder. And one shoulder. One yeah. shoulder movement. Move that bosom. <laughs> yeah, very Bob Fosse. Uh, so, Stephen, what, what did you have to do for the audition? Uh, I well, it was on Zoom. So it was, you know, just my top half. 
<laughs> and I was like, well, I'll show them that I have a beard because I think that that is relevant to Santa Claus. Not that I, mm-hmm. I don't think they would keep my beard. I think they'd make me wear one. And that's exactly what they said. It wasn't long enough for them. Mm-hmm. Um, would this be a Zoom Santa Claus? Would you be doing it over Zoom? No, it was it. The reason why that they actually put out this thing in the mail calling for all Santas in the area because they don't have it's an older thing and the older people mm-hmm. did not come out for it and they just think it's a it's uh you know it's a problem so they wanted younger people so I was like well this will be fun to try and for the show I'll do it wow oh you did it specifically for the show so that you could have a weirdest thing that happened to you this well week? yeah it's also like that's the mall i grew up next to and i went to the i went there and saw the santa there not that i liked santa or anything but uh do you have Sa- something against santa yeah he and yeah. i have this history you're talking about santa like santa's a band that's, yeah yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say i don't love fish but I, they were playing so i went yeah i followed santa around the country for a couple months and it was cool but yeah he does one thing a year, and that's just not enough for me to follow. It's really easy to follow, though. It's he's the yeah. most consistent performer ever. <laughs> he really, I mean, like as far as performers go, he's really only ever done one thing. Yeah, and he's mm. he's, he's absolutely prolific at it. Yeah. One show a year. One show a year. One show a year. Sell out crowd. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Stephen. Thank you for that, uh, Danny. What was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, well, Jeff, the weirdest thing that happened to me this week happened today, which was, um, I'm back in Chicago, a place I called home for many years. And, um, you know, I decided to, uh, explore my old, uh, neighborhood, my old stomping ground. And, um, now I know some of you lived in, in my area. Um, I lived in Lakeview East and, and some of you kind of lived close to me. And I had this thing that happened to me, um, throughout my years. I lived in that neighborhood my whole time there. And, um, I basically, uh, while I was living there ran into, you know, this similar people, uh, a lot, but there was one gentleman specifically who I noticed, who's a, a just a noticeable guy. He's this, you know, you know, older gentleman, balding, long hair, uh in the back with big white mutton chops. And he's an overweight guy. He's usually in a t-shirt and jeans and he has a cane and he walks around the area and I've seen him this ha- started back there was a like a a we a we work type of space on diversity um called next door and I first saw him there. And, uh, he, we shared a table and he, he always has the, like, you know, the today's paper and he's reading the tribune and he, he, he struck up a conversation and this happened multiple times to where I was not that he was a pleasant guy, uh, but he, I just had to get stuff done that I started to move tables (laughs) after a few of those times, but then it happened again. And basically I would see him at least once a month for my entire time living here, either on the train, on the bus walking on the street or in some establishment in my neighborhood. So today I'm walking around the neighborhood and I run into a store here or there. I pick up some food. I'm crashing with some friends and I go to catch the 36 bus at Broadway and Belmont and the bus pulls up and the doors open. And this man who I've seen 
for all the time, who's a staple of my time in Chicago, steps off the bus in front of me. And I was pretty shook. That is very believable. And it it describes Chicago quite a bit because there are just characters all over the city who you have no idea who they are, but you run into them all over the place. And then you'll mention them and other people will will say, oh, I've seen that person. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and and if this helps at all, I guess he's kind of like if if Jerry Garcia worked on HVACs is how I would hmm. describe him. Is is like the vibe I got from the guy. He that you know does that work? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, totally. Instead of uh, shredding guitars, he shreds up you know <laughs> pipes and Merv thirteen filters. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in uh, Chicago who just has the nickname of the walking man. Uh, and I have seen him my whole life living in Chicago. I moved to Chicago in 1997 and I uh, have seen him consistently throughout the years. He's just someone who wears like a, a suit jacket uh, and nice slacks and has longish hair and it was black hair and people used to call him Yanni because he had this mustache and he looked like the the musician Yanni and you would just see him walk around and I remember one day saying I has anybody ever seen this guy I see him every day and people talk about it people have done articles about it he's just a person who just walks through the streets of Chicago Mm -hmm. who people know and I have not seen him in years. And I read an article where uh, he hadn't been doing so well. Um, and two days ago, I saw him walking down the street. Oh, his hair is complete. Back. Yeah, his hair is completely gray. He still has the mustache. But I'm, I'm talking about it. And I feel like people will know what I'm talking about. If you live in Chicago and do anything downtown in the loop, you have seen this man walking around. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of my story. I just Good sort story. of hijacked. No. I hijacked no. your story. No, to you tell didn't. My story. No, no, that was. I, I I love the support. I just it's it's just crazy to me that I this yeah. But who knows? I could be lying. Ooh, that's the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this is people recounting the one weird kid on their college campus. Like, oh, that's yeah, how I felt that, about it. Had, yeah, had that kid. You know, he rides the unicycle. That, Lily, I was gonna say we had we have unicycle kid who was our we, year who we knew. Okay. Okay, we had Unicycle Kid, and then we had uh, Ninja Turtle Backpack, backpack yep. uh, music guy yep. who looked just bizarre. His face, I don't want to make fun of anyone, his face looked bizarre. Uh, <laughs> and he would blast music out of a Ninja Turtle's backpack. And he just like always had like a weird look on his face. And I passed him 200 times in my time there and never saw him mm-hmm. in a class, only walking the campus. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you, Lily, we for not a... making fun of that person. What were you going to say, George? <laughs> we had. Uh, we also we had we had many. I went to Loyola here in uh, in Chicago, yeah. and we had a barefoot guy who did not wear shoes. Uh, oh, really? At all, ever? That's what that. Unless okay. in in the I know you wouldn't think it from his nickname, yeah. barefoot guy. Um, <laughs> Even in winter, he, George, he would wear flip flops. If it's ah. if it, there was snow on the ground, he would wear flip flops. And then we had a lunge guy who only got from one part of the campus to the other by doing lunges. And he always had two gallon water. I mean, he was ripped. 
At one time I saw a lunge guy walking down a staircase and he Sparta kicked a door open like as hard <laughs> as he could. And it swung and it absolutely demolished a woman. And then and, and she just looks at him and he go, and she just goes, Why would you do that? And he just goes, he goes, sorry. And just started doing lunges and just lunged out of the building. Uh. Maybe he was afraid of snipers and just didn't want to keep his head at an even yeah, level. He's like, I got to keep changing my level. <laughs> All right. Uh, Danny, thank you for <laughs> yeah, the weirdest, weirdest uh, moment uh, of your week. Lily, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, so I just went down to see my sister in Florida. And uh, first of all, my sister, super fan of the show, probably our biggest fan. She text me every week telling me like, oh, I knew you were lying on that, you know, blah, blah, blah. When I was down there, she said, uh, you know, you've mentioned Sydney five times on the show. You've never mentioned me, not once. Um, and I said, well, then do something interesting and maybe I'll mention you on the show. Uh, <laughs> but something interesting did happen while I was down there. She has a, a little over one-year-old kid now. And she just has this kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not her kid. I don't know where she got it. Uh, but uh, her, her, her daughter's name is Ray. And Ray is in the phase where she just screams a lot for no reason. So mm, to Ray be a was, teenager. <laughs> Ray, Ray was uh, eating dinner one night and just like started yelling. And I look at my sister and I was like, I got this. And I just looked at Ray and I was like, Ray? And she, she stops yelling for a second. I was like, Ray, you're fine. There's nothing wrong. You're fine. And Ray was kind of very quiet for about five seconds and then uh, ripped the suction cup plate that was on her, on the like table thing in front of her and threw it <laughs> across the room, which I had never seen her do before, and erupted into like the loudest tears I, I had heard her have the whole time. And my sister was like, wow, that was, you know, that was really tactfully handled. Oh, not fine. And the rest, uh. the rest... Yeah, the rest of the trip, she was like, you know, you're you're so good with kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. All right. Very nice. Thank you, Lily. Uh, George, uh, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Um, okay, so this happened to me last night. Uh, very fresh. I was uh, had a long day at work. Um, got home. Couldn't really fall asleep. So I went out uh, to my couch and I was watching Marvel's What If? Uh, on my laptop and I stuck my pinky finger into my ear to scratch <laughs> it. And when I removed my pinky finger from my ear, I was not able to hear out of my left ear anymore. And I oh, still no. can't. Oh, oh, no. oh, you can't. Oh, how'd you hear that? <laughs> well, I have a headphone in my right ear. Oh, okay. 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 Just say, no wonder oh. you've been profiled to the camera the whole time. You're just trying to hear from your I know. computer speaker. I just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at the beginning of when we were doing mic checks and things, George did say, I can't hear you. I, I can't <laughs> That's hear you. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, were, we thought you were talking about your headphones. Uh, well, I was at the time, because, and it turns out you have to turn them on. Um, oh, yeah. But, but yeah, I can't. I can't hear. What is your plan? <laughs> so, great question how great are you question. gonna fix this how do you foresee your future with this now i don't know honestly 
I'm scared um, because I, I, so I immediately like, like started Googling my symptoms because that's what any educated person does who wants to terrify themselves before they go to sleep. And then I tried to wash my ear out with water, which didn't work. And then this morning I woke up and I went to Walgreens and they have, uh, my theory is that it's earwax. They have like earwax removal kits. So I bought an earwax removal kit. Um, but you're only allowed to use it twice and I've used it twice and it didn't help at all. <laughs> so then I started trying warm, warm water, but yes. I started, but then I was, it was too warm and I burned myself. So. <laughs> are, are you someone who often puts things in their ears? Um, no, do, do you ever do you use Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you try to fit a bunch of play doh in there, or do you ever put like Q-tips to, you know? No, or not bo- Q-tips. But if we're on the road, I'll put two M and M's. I'll put one M M&M and M in each <laughs> just to have just on the road, just in case. Yeah, they're yeah, gonna melt. They're gonna melt snack. in there. No, no, no. no to be honest, the slogan is uh, "melts in your mouth, not in your ears." <laughs> not in your ears, right? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't use Q-tips because I don't. You don't believe in it. I think I'm kind of. There was a kid I went to school with who was on a fishing trip once, and it started pouring rain, and he had to. They had to sleep in this their is car. How a Q-tip story starts? Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back around. Okay, okay. So they had to sleep in the car because their tent was washed away by this flash flood, and it was a fishing trip. And he leaned his chair back this is before they had automatic chairs and a fishing pole went in his ear and ruptured his eardrum and since then i'm so hesitant to put like cute anything in my ear oh fair that's fair (laughs) oh Oh. god did it did it come out the other end did he catch no (laughs) yeah yeah his dad just threw him into the river it's like we're gonna get the biggest fish you can imagine Good question, Danny. You got to it right before I did. I was just about to ask. All right, let's do a quick recap and I'll make some uh, judgment calls. Uh, Steven? Uh, I auditioned for Santa Claus. Danny? Uh, Within less than 12 hours of being back in Chicago, I ran into the same man I've been running into for four years. Lily? Uh, I told my niece she was fine and then she wasn't. George? I stuck my apparently too large pinky in my ear and ruined it. You get five points if I guess incorrectly. Uh, let's see. Uh, Steven, I, it's so stupid. The whole thing's stupid, but I can see you doing it just so you could talk about it on the podcast. You're, it's bullshit. Your story's bullshit. Danny, your story is true. Lily, your story is true. George, your story is true. Steven, true or bullshit? It was bullshit. Mm. Woo! Woo! I Good think call, I could play uh, an elf. I don't know if I could do Santa. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. Yeah, that's the lead role. Yeah, lead yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of smiling, a lot of rubbing. And you're always going to be compared to Tim. Wait Allen. a second. Wait a second. I, Lily, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you. I don't want to interrupt you, Lily. But Danny, what are you talking Yo, what about? The fuck, Danny. I'm sorry. As I said that, I realized how wrong. I forgot who Santa was for a second. Who, who did you uh, think Santa was? A genie? No. 
I just, I don't have many experiences with Santa. I never went to, um, <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong, but my, the uh, Hallmark version of Santa Claus to me is that you sit on his lap and he rubs your back and says, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> and then you don't get that. You get whatever stock prizes in the bin in the center of the mall kiosk. I never, I've never sat on Santa's lap. Uh, I stereotypically do nothing on, on Christmas. So um, but as I said, rubbing, I'm realizing what what happened. We, we we know a lot of figures within Christianity are perverted. Yeah. Uh, but Santa is supposed to be wholesome and kind. <laughs> Danny. Okay, I take- L- Lily, you uh you as well are hundred uh, percent Jewish. Do no. do oh. you do you believe that Santa does a lot of rubbing? <laughs> so bad uh, only when he was taking that uh that brief his brief stint trying to do uh massage therapy but <laughs> right uh, uh, that was and, w- and when he was curling right he was rubbing the ice that's a brushing that's brushing okay fine santa doesn't rub Hey guys, uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna head on out. Uh, <laughs> I would not want to be associated with this, George. Uh, not at all. I, I did not. At the mall you went to, they had a bin just full of presents that you once you got to. No, talk to Santa. You just got to pick one out of the I, bin. No, that was my. That was what I just imagined. I never went to Santa the mall. It was too crowded oh, Christmas time. I see. And gotcha, Hanukkah gotcha. was early that year, so I did never went. I just in my mind, I was like, I just imagine it's you sit on your lap, he rubs you, <laughs> uh, he rubs your back, or 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 he rubs his own tummy. <laughs> somehow that's worse. Somehow yeah, that's that is, far that is. worse. <laughs> All right, let's oh, let's God. not discuss it ever again. I Danny, feel like I'm gonna lose so many people. I'm on Team Danny on this podcast. I don't think there is a team, Danny. Danny, uh, is your story true or is it bullshit? No, of course it's true. We spent like 15 minutes talking about how true it was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Lily's true or bullshit? Yeah, my my niece doesn't like me. Good <laughs> shout out Good. to Kat. Shout, shout out to mega fan Catherine Cecere. Hell yeah. All right. George, is your story true or is it bullshit? It is true. i so i almost said yours was bullshit because i want it to be bullshit but then i thought he's just so sad about it it has to be true (laughs) i I was talking to my mom before this so we were talking about you know things that had happened in my life trying to come up with answers for stuff and i said well my she's like well what's your what's your one for this one and i was like well i I put my finger in my ear last night and i can't hear it in my left ear and she goes okay yeah that is a good one (laughs) And I was like, did you hear what I, did you hear what I just said? I can't hear out of my left ear. And she goes, I don't believe you. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I love that you're, you're, you're prepping this with your mom too. Cause I yeah. think we all yeah, do. I, I think we I all texted the whole family. Yeah. yeah. No, I, we all do that. We all prep with your mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, Stephen, uh, can you give us an update on score and time? Well, Jeff, you were 100% right on every single one, so no one has points. Whoa. I think that's happened before. Once. Because every time it has happened, I have thought, oh, I'm going to win this episode. And then I realized the next round, uh, I can't get any points. So there's no way that I can ever win. All right. 
That is the end of round one. George, I've had the same thing happen to me numerous times. You just push earwax like too far in. It, it'll yeah. it'll happen. Uh, just the act of like chewing uh, naturally breaks up earwax. So I'd say like sleep on that side uh, okay. and try and chew gum in your sleep. Take a really hot I'm shower. I'm like so worried that I'm gonna be like at the grocery store, like waiting in line, oh. and it's just you know just a tidal wave is gonna come out, and I'm You're gonna, gonna be- hear everything you've missed. So <laughs> locked in the ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had it happen and was at a grocery store just walking along, and then it just it popped. It went, and then like it had like a little whistling sound, and it I jumped. It scared the crap out of me. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. Did anything yeah. come out? Like, was there like no discharge? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's ears were actually uh, he, he it got uh, pop rocks in there. So when they finally dissolved, <laughs> that was what he was hearing. Yeah. yeah, it's time for our second round, and our second round is get to know your guests or get to know our guests. So I have three questions for George. After I ask these questions, uh, Danny and Lily are going to tr- guess as if they, to see if they believe that these stories are true or if they are bullshit. So we'll start off with the first question. Uh, George, when in your life were you the biggest winner? Okay, so I thought long and hard about this um, because I, I, I don't think I'm a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about... Um, okay, so like five years ago, I went to Nepal for like six weeks. And, and during that trip, we hiked the Annapurna circuit and we hiked up to 18,000 feet. And it was the hardest physical thing I have ever done. It was like so hot. It rained every day at three. There were leeches that literally dropped down from trees on top of you. It was so hot. We like stopped putting on our rain gear cause we would just sweat through our clothes. And it took us two weeks to get up there. But that was the time where I was like, wow, I actually like this is something that I've done. So you you feel like that made you feel like a winner because you accomplished something that was huge. Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I think. Yeah, it was just like so hard and so many. I mean, if I was doing it alone, I would have quit on day two, but I was with some friends. And so I did like with every step forward i wanted to take <laughs> six steps back i was like you're a phone call away you're a phone call away you can just make one phone call at the next village you just make one phone call and go home <laughs> <laughs> and it took but, two weeks to do it yeah it takes two weeks because you go from like i mean Kathmandu is high but then you drive down into the valley and like into the jungle and then you hike all the way back up around so you, and wait, did you hike through. through the jungle is that what you're saying Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. but it's like you hike. Basically, you you hike from village to village, mm. and then you can like stay in the villages or eat in the villages. So it's nice in that way. You don't have to like, carry like a tent or anything. You just carry like clothes. And did you come come away with any sort of sort of life feeling about yourself or about it was was it spiritual or it anything? was yeah it was spiritual. I mean, it, in a lot of ways, like. Nepal is a agricultural country. 
and the people there have little to nothing, even, you know, but they were the most generous people that I've ever experienced. And I think that that was really eye opening to see like a, just everyone looking out for each other. I've never been given more marijuana in my entire life <laughs> than I was on that trip. It is illegal there. It grows wildly and people will just hand it to you. Well, it's an agricultural country. It has to be. It is an agricultural country. But that was like one example, you know, they, they just, they give you all kinds of stuff. Would you, would you consider that the prize as the winner or what, would it, <laughs> you, you, did you not get any, there's no certificate at the top or a scratch? And there's no certificate at the top. Anything? And I, I'll even say this, we went during the monsoon season. So we went in the off season. So there was no one else there and we couldn't see any of the spectacular views because it, they were all covered by clouds. <laughs> but even with that, I, I, it was, I just like, I think about it all the time being like, wow, that was like really something that I like did. When you were done, did you think, ah, let's just wander over there and go up to the top of Everest? <laughs> Well, we thought about go because you can take you can add two days and go to Everest Space Camp, but you have to make the decision pretty early on, and that was in a point where we were like one hundred percent fuck this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sounds like the right move. So we decided not to. We were like, but you want you're telling us we need to add three days to this absolute torture fest as we're like pulling leeches off of ourselves. Wow. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Oh, did you have a question, Stephen? No, I just said, damn. Ah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Uh, George, question number two. When were you the biggest wiener? My senior year of high school, we did a review. It was the, the um, I don't remember, the, the techie and the guy who built everything. Basically, the head of our theater department had quit. And so it left the techie and the guy who built the props, the shop, uh, shop head of shop. Um, in charge and they wrote a review which consisted of their favorite musical numbers and they asked me to be the music man and I am not a very good singer on opening night <laughs> I'm supposed to sing 76 trombones and I forgot every single word <laughs> to 76 trombones were you, were you close at all were you like I, 41 no. clarinets <laughs> I remembered the chorus. I remembered 76 trombones in the big parade, and I've never forgotten that. Sure, sure. But I am shitting myself, and there's a massive dance number behind me. Everyone's like full regalia. I have no idea what the words are supposed to be. And I turned around, which I wasn't, it was not choreographed. I just turned around and looked at the chorus. I made eye contact with one of my friends. And on a hot mic, which I, I was so flustered, I forgot I had a hot mic on, went, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a verbose song. It's a wordy song. Oh, it? yeah. Very verbose. And if you <laughs> if you get off, you're, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> for, Danny, verbose is such a good description for that. that because it is, it, it, it is just this power forward, just one person just screaming out all of these musical instruments that is hilarious yeah i'm guessing there wasn't all of the people behind you there probably wasn't 76 trombones or you know the other numbers no. yeah there were probably 20 people behind me but i graduated with 96 people so 
a fourth of my high school was behind me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guessing everyone comes out for these shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was sold out. It was opening night. And so it was everyone's parents. And I don't think anyone and knew. Was it closing night? No, it was opening night. Okay, good, good. Was that a Music Man reference? No, I was just asking <laughs> if it was also closing night. Like, was it like a, was it just also like a one, was it a one-off show? Or did it run for a while? No, 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 no. It Unfortunately, we did it at least three more times. Did you learn the and lyrics I, after that first day? Oh, yeah. Because I had that thing I, and where I was like, I got this. But it was like every other time I did it, I would mess up. But I was like, you know, 17, I'm invincible. Like, and I just... <laughs> I just messed one thing up and then I, and then it's just a loop. The song is just a loop. So there's no cue to get you back into it. So I just, I just marched. <laughs> I, just marched. <laughs> I just marched. And when I heard the chorus coming, I would sing the chorus. And then I just, <laughs> just went marched. There's a show on Disney plus uh, called Encore. Has anyone seen it? No, I know what it is though. It looks so very fun. what they, it is very fun and funny. What they do is they take uh, musicals from high schools that have been produced. And then Kristen Bell hosts it. Mm -hmm. And it was her idea of going back to the schools, taking the entire cast of these musicals and redoing the musicals like 10, 15, 20 years later. I would kill for George to go back <laughs> with the school to redo you singing the music man. I would refuse. I'm too scarred. What a rough song. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I that's just like, like what, like if it was mama Mia, you could have caught on. You would have, that's, you know, the it's these lyrics aren't hard, but you had the thing that the hardest, one of the hardest songs. I feel like the thing that is burned into my memory so hard are these like two sweet old women sitting in the front row who were so excited at the top of the song when they heard it, they were like, oh, oh, <laughs> and then kind of as the song goes on, they're like clapping less and less and their smiles are smaller and smaller. Oh. <laughs> Destroyed the song for them. Still, uh, they'll never be able to forget it. All right. Question number three, George. The first question was, when were you the biggest winner? Second question, when were you the biggest wiener? The third question is, when were you the biggest wisher? Okay. So I, we were talking about Cinespace earlier. Um, I went, I, I was fortunate enough to book a role on Chicago PD and I was leaving the Cinespace lot and I was, I hadn't was, did not feel I did a good job uh, on the shoot day. I was like really upset with myself because I was just like, let myself kind of be um intimidated and i just like couldn't get in the right space to do a good job and i was really flustered and like you said they've added gates to the cinespace thing um and there's a sign right next to it. it's very clear the gate will close between each car and i uh the gate was there's a long line of cars and the gate was open and the person went through and i went through uh without waiting and i ripped the arm uh on the Cinespace lot completely off. Um, it ripped the, the big, the thing that like holds it, the basically the computer system, it knocked that over. Oh, no. um, and it, 
put up like a, a hole in the wall of the guard shed. Oh, and no. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't loud. It wasn't loud at all. And and the arm, like the arm has like a a give to it, like a safety mechanism that goes like that's supposed to protect the computer, which it didn't obviously. But I I drove past and I looked in my rearview mirror and I saw the arm like kind of swaying in the wind. <laughs> and I and I and I pulled over and the guy came up next to me and I rolled down my window and I was like, did I just hit that? And he goes, Yeah, man, you nailed it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I should go back, right? And he's like, Oh yeah, you should definitely turn around. <laughs> oh no. And, and so have I, you like, booked anything there no, since space since? No. For some, you, my picture's all over the fence. Don't let this man <laughs> want it. But yeah. So after this Chicago PD experience, did you have a real Chicago PD experience after That's a good you question. Like, destroyed that? No, uh, no. To be honest, I, I went, I, so I parked my car and I went, turned around and I walked back. And I went, hey, I think I just hit that. <laughs> and the security guard went, yeah, you did. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, well, what do I do? And he's like, he took my name, the show that I was working on, and my license plate. And and he just like wrote them down. And then he was like, okay, I'll you'll you'll hear from us. And so I got in my car and I immediately called my agent and I was like, this just happened. And I have no, I'm so sorry. I don't have any oh, idea what to do. You have you to had to call your life. agent. I was like, I'm I'm completely hosed. I'm completely hosed. <laughs> I ripped the computer system out of the concrete and I didn't even notice it. When you were first when you were first saying you ripped, we all I I at least it looked like for Lily and Steve and we all thought you were going to say like you ripped the arm off of a human being. <laughs> and being yeah. and I ripped the arm off this, the gate agent. Right, that's yeah, what yeah, I thought right. was going to happen, but this and you can I so just the way you're saying yeah. ripping where, off is so funny. Where is the wish of this that you wish yeah, you, that's the you got the I, job, I, that you wish this didn't happen? I wish that I was anywhere else and e that like even including being dead. I wanted to be <laughs> any I was like so because it was like I had I had, had a bad day. I it was like the first time that I'd ever and probably the last time now that I will ever be on television. And I was like, and then and then on top of that. I destroyed the security <laughs> gate and, and I ran away. I didn't immediately stop. I like drove hundred <laughs> feet and then pulled over like a psychopath. So would you rather live through that? Or would you rather be on stage trying to sing 76 trombones? 76 or, trombones. or uh, go to the top go to of Nepal. mountain. Of Nepal. I'd rather go back to Nepal. Yeah. I'd, wow. I'd absolutely take those leeches again. I, you know, I, I, I was wondering why I saw a recent uh, episode of Chicago PD with a character named uh, George Owens, who was the biggest pervert of all time. Oh, <laughs> uh, was he doing a lot of rubbing? Yeah, <laughs> Santa Claus. I was a mall Santa. <laughs> uh, okay, we are going to get some uh, guesses from uh, Danny and Lily. Uh, George, uh, we're going to recap each round. So, uh, George, recap, when were you the biggest winner? Uh, when I uh, got to uh, 18,000 feet in Nepal. Danny, true or bullshit? I believe it. I think it's true. Lily, true or bullshit? I think it's true as well. Steven, just uh, for fun, true or bullshit? Just for shits and giggles, I think it's true. Okay. George, you get 10 points for every person that you... Um, 
fool and they get 10 points if they guess it correctly. Is that true or is it bullshit? It is my hope to do the show without getting a single point. That is true. <laughs> All right. Great. Uh, your second story. When were you the biggest wiener? Uh, when I forgot every word to 76 trombones on opening night. Danny, true or bullshit? This is tough. I'm wavering, but I think it's bullshit. Lily, true or bullshit? See, this just has the the air of like it being imprinted on your memory. I mm -hmm. think it's I definitely think it's true. Yeah. It's so cringe worthy. Could be one, one, uh, of the, one of the two. Yeah. You have a 50-50 chance. Yeah. Yeah. Steven, true or bullshit? Oh, I just want it to be true so badly. So you're saying true? Oh, I'm saying true. <laughs> okay. George, is it true or bullshit? It is true. Oh, damn. Wow. Oh, I thought I thought for sure it was bullshit because no. it's too painful. Every word. Every word is true. <laughs> that is too painful. The thing is, as actors, we've we've all been through it i did a whole um short film with danny where i could not remember um six pages of dialogue yeah not as big not as big a, a deal uh, the other good thing about it is that no That's one will ever deal. no one will ever see the uh short i did with danny because i did it two years ago and they still haven't edited the <laughs> okay thing. okay steven and i have been very busy and we're gonna post it on the instagram bullshit alert no i and it's gonna be great too late too late uh you know jeff at at, at the beginning at the beginning of that short you know i i was really clapping and i was enthusiastic and as you were forgetting the lines i just slowly yeah. stopped clapping like the little old ladies who yeah. had their favorite song ruined uh okay George, when were you the biggest wisher? Wished that I was anywhere else uh, after ripping the arm uh, of a security gate and as well as the computer and putting a small hole in the guard shed at the Cinespace lot in Chicago. Lily, true or bullshit? I think it's bullshit. I think if we had heard this story, we would be hearing the aftermath as well. There wasn't really like a conclusion to it. And I think that there would be a $10,000 fine uh, or something like that. I, I think there would be more to the story. Danny, true or bullshit? I also think it's bullshit, um, but not because of, of what Lily said, because of my own independent reasons. But we really didn't get a conclusion uh, <laughs> to the story. All right. Um, Steven, true or bullshit? Oh, I, I think it's true. I don't think there is an end of the story. I think we're living in it. It's just a continuous yeah, what's sure. happening with this situation. Could have been, it could have been this week. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm not guessing on this, but I am at Cinespace three times a week. And one of those guardrails <laughs> does has something hanging off from it. So Jesus it, it's, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, George, is this true or is it bullshit? I did rip the arm off of the <laughs> Cinespace gate, but I did not rip the computer, nor did I put a hole in the security kiosk. So, so, it, but it, so it is true. Well, I don't know. I guess I kind of used the truth to tell a lie. Oh, is this another? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy, no. George. Oh, boy. No. Oh, boy. So, George, you have just fallen into the semantics trap. Uh, 
you have told a story and then changed one little semantic part of it. And because of that, uh, you are docked 30 points. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all on the Instagram. It is. Oh, that's it's, fair. Yeah. Uh, EJ Cameron did the same thing uh, where he came on the show and talked about his favorite sandwich. And, and it was in Bermuda when he was on the cruise ship. And when it was over, we said, was it true or bullshit? And he said, it was bullshit. And we said, oh, that sandwich sounded so real. He's like, oh, well, the sandwich was real, but it wasn't turkey. It was no, ham. It was a type of bread. It was. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. the bread. I feel like it's different. I added like an extra $10,000 of damage to this. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's Minus fair. 30 points. So we are going to say that that story was true. And if you guessed it wrong, uh, you get uh, you don't get points. But George does get those points for whatever. Okay, Stephen, you'll figure what? it out. Uh, <laughs> nice. I think a recap of the points is Danny and Lily are in the lead with 10 points each, and George is somehow negative 10. Okay, that say, works. Like yeah, that no, checks out. Negative points yeah, yeah sure. that checks no, out. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, that checks I, out. No, da- I should have 20 points. Danny got the second one wrong. No. Okay. Then no, that's what it is. No. Yeah, I'm Danny. You're in second Danny, place. You did. You didn't think the trombone thing was real, and it was. But you kept talking about rubbing or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Stephen, you you have the computer with the scores on it. What is the score? Uh, I don't think he's ever used a computer for this. I've never used a computer. I do this with pen and paper, old school style. <laughs> it's like we're playing cards. We're playing bridge, and he's keeping score. <laughs> to me, I. Th- feel like you calculated on that microwave that's behind oh, you yeah. in the bunker. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Oh baby. Oh now it's done shut. Uh so what's the score? Lily does have 20. I was wrong. I was incorrect. Lily does have 20, Danny has 10, and George has negative 10. So I was, that's I was really hoping that you were gonna be like, and I also messed up on George. He has negative 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is anybody's ball game. Uh anyone can win. That is the end of round two. It's time for our third round. And for our third round, it's an all play. And for this round, uh, the question is, what is the scariest you have ever been? So uh, I'm going to start with Danny. Tell me the scariest thing that has ever happened to you. The scariest thing that has ever happened to me. Well, <clears throat> I. it's recent. Because I recently celebrated my birthday. And um, this is when you guys say happy birthday. Yeah, keep going with your story, all right? Okay. I recently celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And I get up the next morning and I go into the bathroom and I take a good hard look at myself in the mirror. And I find my very first two, two of them gray hairs and that's the scariest thing that has ever happened to you uh yeah yes it is the scariest thing that's happened to me up until this point because it is scary that of the uh uh shortness that is life and uh the how quickly one can age (sighs) 
<laughs> well, I, I'm, it, it, it's it's not like I, it. This isn't the scariest. It this is. You said, tell me about the scariest. What the scariest thing that has happened to me? I found gray hair, and I'm way too young to be finding gray hair. Danny, look, going into this, you were raised in a suburb on Long Island. I knew it wasn't going to be like, you know, <laughs> anything crazy, but I expected more than gray hairs. Come on. I, there has to be. I got my first gray hair at 20. This, this is, is the scariest thing? It's the scary. It's not the most scared I've been. The question was, what is the scariest thing that happened to me? I've been scared. I, I, let, I, I, I have been terrified at a movie. But that's not the, that hasn't happened to that's it's not like the movie happened to me. I was watching a movie and there was suspenseful and it happened to be Mission Impossible three and I had to leave because I was too nervous about what was going to happen. Um, yeah, that's not good either. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> oh, all right, I know that, but I'm oh, just saying okay. I found gray hair and that's the scariest thing that's happened to me. Cool. Well, all right. Thank you, uh, Danny. I'm going to move on to someone who cares about the show. Are Lily, I, Lily, uh, what is the scariest thing that happened to you? You know, Jeff, one day my butler didn't show up on time and I had to <laughs> go get this has <laughs> anything to do with privilege. This is insanity. Insanity. I know, but oh. next week you're going to find a third gray hair and it's going to be the third scariest thing you've happened. That's true. That's true. Oh, okay. Uh, Lily, uh, what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you? Okay. So as a kid, I feel like we all had things that were we were irrationally afraid of, you know, more so than we should have been. Like, I feel like for a lot of people, it was like the dark or quicksand for some reason, because cartoons convinced us that was going to be a big deal. Oh, and the nutty professor. That's good yeah. shit out of me. Uh, for me, it was rabies. Um, <laughs> because as a very young child, for some reason, my dad just let me watch a lot of scary movies like I saw Final Destination and like and so many movies at the age of like seven, which was not a good thing. Uh, but the one movie that really scarred me was uh, Cujo oh, about, oh, you know, the yeah. rabid dog. Sure. Uh, so I just had this intense fear of, of rabies. And I also lived in like a house like that was surrounded by a lot of woods. So. We had a fair amount of bats in our house. And there was one time that a, a bat got into our house and it like briefly touched me and I had to go and get rabies shots in my stomach uh, from, from this freaking bat. And like the whole time I was like looking into the light because I knew like photophobia was a thing. I was like, am I scared? Like trying to drink water. Like I know rabies victims are scared of drinking water. And <laughs> I, I was like petrified that I was going to die of rabies. And I knew a lot of about like the medical stuff behind it. And I was like, oh, anybody who shows symptoms of rabies dies, except for this one girl who had, who went into a, like a, a chemically induced coma and it was called the Milwaukee protocol. And even she emerged from that with like severe brain damage. And like, that's going to be me. Um, <laughs> so I, it was just a very fearful couple uh, 
days after that of just like, am I going to die of rabies? And also shots in your stomach are, was horrible. It was like huge needles. And yeah. those are supposed to be like the, one of the most painful shots, right? It's, it was horrible. It was horrible. And, and how many shots was it in your stomach? It was like six. Yeah. Six, I've heard six, like it's yeah. six to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That's pretty terrifying. That's pretty terrifying. Not, not like facial hair or, uh, <laughs> This was. This isn't facial hair. This is top <laughs> of the head. It freaked yeah. me out. I honestly was beside myself. That's the myself. scariest place for gray hairs. Yeah, yeah. It could be mm. on the back of your head, and you wouldn't even know about it. I know. Yeah, it, it was. It was right in the light, and I was like, "Oh, is this a reflection?" No. And then, boo! I was scared. Okay, so we've moved on from yours, Danny. I feel. Uh, I just. <laughs> I just feel very, very uh, shortchanged here because I feel like I interpreted it well and in in a, in a different way. And in and you feel shortchanged. Uh, Our audience feels shortchanged. I feel shortchanged the way that I've been you treated gave a by bullshit you. answer for a legitimate question. Yeah, well, I disagree strongly with that, but um, you know, only time will tell. Okay, All like right. as we age and death finds us. Scary, George. George, what? Uh, right. Wow, George! All of a sudden, you lit up. Literally, no I one did. can see this, but you've been in the dark for about 10 minutes. And I do all this sudden- every time I have like an evening because it's so bright in my apartment. And every time I'm on an evening Zoom, I was in a writer's class and every I was with Megan Babb and every like Monday at six, Babb would be like, it is pitch black on your camera. You have to turn a <laughs> light on. And I just realized that I had done it again. So I turned my brightness up. To be fair, also, we're way past time. I We were... I told you this would be 45 minutes and we're we're already it's already George is scarier I'm here than for a few it. gray hairs though. It's been I'd a blast. Say. Yeah, oh, true. <laughs> George, what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you? Okay, so this uh also happened to me in high school. Kind of traumatic traumatic couple years uh between 76 trombones and this. Um <laughs> it was before I could drive and I had just seen a movie uh at the AMC in Tulsa and uh my friend's brother came to pick us up um, and we, he was driving us home. We like pulled up to a stop sign or a stoplight rather. Uh, and the guy next to us was blasting music, but he had blown his speakers out. Um, so, it, it, you know, it was just like so loud, but it was, it sounded truly awful. And he was like, yeah, I can't believe that guy's playing music with his speakers blown out. And so we all looked over uh, at the guy at, at the exact same time that he looked over at us and we were in the left turn lane and he was not, uh, and we went to turn left and he cut us off. And, um, because the guy driving me was uh, like a college aged kid, he, uh, got in a drag race with the guy who had cut him off. And so we're like hauling down this, it's pretty late at night, but there are still cars around. And anyway, after like a couple minutes of this drag race, we get up window to window. It's my window. I'm behind the driver's seat and the guy uh, who's driving, you know, obviously there's the passenger's seat in, uh, next to him. And he, he pulled a gun Whoa! and uh, pointed it at the car. And uh, I, I called that. I was like, the direct quote is that man has a weapon. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then the driver looked over and was like, oh, shit. And we like peeled off into a into a neighborhood. And that's the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. It's pretty wow. terrifying. I do like that you were so proper with it, a weapon or like <laughs> a sidearm or Pray something tell. like that. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, we are going to make uh, some judgment oh, on this. Three equally Dan, scary things. That's crazy. Yeah, it's That's very wild. Very equivalent. Uh, Danny. Uh, Lily. Uh, so uh, I think <laughs> your story is true. I think your story is true. I, yeah. No. I change it. I think your story is bullshit. I do not think you got uh, six to eight uh, shots for rabies. Uh, George, I also think your story is bullshit. Danny, yes. I just I just don't care. You do, though. So, you do, though. We've been spending a lot of time on it, and you'd, you'd at least want to know the answer. I, I absolutely don't. So, uh, Lily, is your story true or is it bullshit? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Um, for some reason, I've always been really fascinated by rabies just as a phenomenon. Mm -hmm. But I, I've never actually and there actually were a lot of bats in my house for whatever reason. Uh, a lot of bats and a lot of wolf spiders. It wasn't wasn't a great house. Gosh, um, yeah, I believed all of that. I believed every bit of it. I just didn't think you got bit. Yeah, we, I've actually told the scariest thing that's happened to me on the show before, and it's when a, a mattress came and hit my car. Uh, but that was like just a throwaway in a round that I feel like we didn't talk about. So I, I wish I had saved it for this. Yeah, terrifying. That is also terrifying. Uh, so this is very pivotal because you get 30 points if you get this. But uh, I could I could also get 30 points. Hold on, Danny. Uh, I'm I'm explaining to people oh. who are participating oh. in the show. Wait, wait, no. So, Jeff, uh, wait, the, Jeff, you get you thirty points. If I if you're wrong, I have zero points. I get back up to zero. No, you you, you tie, tie Lily. You would tie Lily. If I'm wrong, you will tie Lily. So, George, is your story true or is it bullshit? Can you hear me? Oh, no, is no, this suspense? Is this suspense? What is happening? Talk. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. We can now. Okay. We can. I said, uh, I guess the, the uh, pop cover was blocking my mouth because I said it's true and no one reacted. Oh. So I said it's true, and you all That's stared so at me like funny. we heard nothing. Like you were, we heard you were nothing. Like, <laughs> and then, can you hear me? Uh, <laughs> Wow. So yeah. wait, George and Lily, you have tied for no for the episode. No, not exactly. Guess you gotta guess for me. I, I contractually get to play. It's signed in our prenup. We're married in this scenario. Steven, can you give us a rundown of the scores? This is hurting. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, you're right that Lily and George both have twenty points and uh, are tied for first place. <laughs> Wow, that's, um, that's fantastic. Objection. And George, do you have anything that you would like to plug uh, that's going on? Anything you're performing in, doing anything that uh, our audience can watch or listen to you in? Yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm in the Second City's touring company. We do shows at uh, Second City. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, George underscore C underscore Owens. Um, and also we're working on a lot of really cool stuff for second city's digital department right now. And that's going to be coming out in the next couple months. So keep will you be doing, uh, any singing of favorite musicals? I will be exclusively singing 76 trombones. 
I, I had to ask it that way because I couldn't remember how many trombones there were. <laughs> uh, and George, will you be singing 35 trombones? Uh, <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I totally would have gone up on the lines for that. Well, George, thank you for uh, joining us. Thank you for also winning the episode. Lily, thank you also for participating. Guys, I was telling uh, the winning. truth. I did find I did find two great hairs. Stephen, thank you so much for being my best friend and being a part of the show. An honor. And thank you, audience, for listening. This is fucking bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> this is Bullshit Alert, the podcast. Thank you for listening to the one show that lies to your face and is honest about it, Bullshit Alert. Thank you to our guest, George Owens. You can follow George on Twitter and Instagram at George underscore C underscore Owens. You can also find him touring around the world, possibly in a town near you, as he performs with the Second City National Touring Company. On behalf of Jeff Griggs, Lily Moss, and Danny Marshall, I'm Stephen Carter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BullshitAlert. No I. Like, share, and tell your friends about this show. They may end up hating you for it, but that's okay with me. Edited by Lucas Marshka. Theme music by Fred Stark. Check him out at fredstarkmusic.com and Spotify. <laughs>